What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. Come to you a late night Friday edition. Um, I'm hooping early in the morning. Card starts a little earlier than usual. So let's get this out early. Let's get this out early. And it'll be a little bit more fun, too. My book only has two lines up. Um, so I'm going off the Action Network app. Keep that in mind. It'll be fun getting it in from this. Like, we're we're right at the, the start of these lines coming out. So um, I don't know. I think getting it done earlier could honestly even help, even if the lines aren't out for me yet. Um, let's get to the card, man. Let's recap the card. Um, PJ Washington, over 23.5 points, rebounds, and assists, minus 117. Love this play, man. I love this play. Um, didn't get there, though. Didn't get there. The usage was there. Took 15 shots in 27 minutes. Uh, but the Hornets just got smacked, man. They had no rhythm the whole game. Uh, PJ had no rhythm. Shot 2 of 15. It's never going to get it done. Take the L there. Cash, Devin Vassell. Um, over 24.5, minus 116. And honestly, guys, I got to be a little bit better there. I got to be a little bit better there. Um, Again, we talked about it on the morning slate. I knew the risk. I felt like it was worth the risk um, because, again, first game back from injury, Spurs have nothing to really play for. In fact, they're playing a little bit too well. It's so early. They can still tank. But um, And then back-to-back uh, -back tomorrow. I still thought I thought to get more than 25 minutes, though. But he was just uber, uber efficient in his 25 minutes against a good defense. He was just so good, honestly. Hit almost every shot. Um and got there with ease, but the minutes weren't, you know, I, I was I was hoping at least 28. I was hoping at least 28. Regardless, we get there, we'll take it. And then we cash out minus four. Um, first half. Honestly, not like not the best play either. Like I like the spot. You know, they don't cover the full game. We're we're lucky to get in and out with a dub there, but like don't worry. I'm I'm aware of that play, and that's one of those where we're just kind of like, all right, I, I got lucky that variance played out in my in my hand here, um, but maybe not quite the spot the the edge I thought you know we had. Um, they just closed. I mean, it was a one possession. It was a one point game with like a damn near a minute left in the in the second, and so it's just closed on a closed on a big run. Um, but brings us to 32 and 23, um, close to eight units. And I'm just like, uh, uh, we're keeping a small approach, man. Weeks two to five you know, can be super, super tricky. I mean, um, I mean, do we even have an example tonight? Like, yeah, Spurs are playing so well. They're playing so well. And the Clippers are just sucking, right? And what happens tonight? Boom. Clippers win, kind of break out the break out the funk a little bit. Um, you know, Suns, Blazers, right? Suns are playing so well, so well. Um, Blazers are without Simons and Dame, their two main scores. Outright win. Wizards are playing super well. No, okay, that's not true. That's not true. But they're playing better basketball than the Nets, right? Um, at least in my eyes, Nets a absolute blowout victory with. All the things going on are circling their organization, right? So we just we're just trying to keep it easy approach, go the other way, hit a single every time um, until we can gather enough data to you know get some of these big days out. And again, if if there's a card that presents itself where I really like five things, I'll still play them. I'm just saying, um, you know, 
this is my journey as a capper. Like, this is my actual journey as a capper. You guys are witnessing it live. Um, I'm early in my career, but, you know, that's something I've noticed that that's been a downfall for me in my, in my betting is, is these early weeks getting overly identified with, with the versions of these teams that they show themselves as the, you know, the first five to 20, 25 games. I feel like at 25 things start to normalize, but even then you can have a really bad first 25 games um, and, and kill it later on in the year, like the Mavs and Celtics did. Anyways, fun day of hoops. Um, glad we kept it to three plays. We'll take our two and one. And honestly, you can look at this two and one day and just be like, all right, let, we were on the right side of, of some variance today. And um, let's be grateful for it. All right. We got a hell of a slate right back at in our face tomorrow. Let's get into it. All right. What we got first, guys? <sighs> I think we're headed to the streets of Orlando. Um, where the the Magic are going to be hosting the Sacramento Kings. Uh, we, we're pretty familiar with both these squads, um, and I, I don't have a strong lean either way in this game um, as of now. And again, the big thing right now is De'Aaron Fox. Um, banged his knee in the Hornets game, left, couldn't come back, missed last game. Uh, they said it was a bone bruise, to, which to me is longer than a week, right? That's like a damn near a one-week, two-week thing at the earliest. But he practiced yesterday. Um, so I would, I would say that points to him playing. If he plays, ooh, that's tough. I, I don't think I can say the Kings are more than five points better at this point. I, I, I don't. Um, Magic are playing are hooping, man. They're playing competitive basketball. Um, they've went to this all big lineup and, and it's looked pretty damn good. Um, Hornets, uh, they take care of business at home. Then they go into Dallas, competitive gang, hang around. They go into OKC and honestly, we're pretty. Pretty good. OKC just closed him off late. We we're on OKC there, and I, you know I felt pretty fortunate. Um, and then they beat the Warriors last night. So, you know, <laughs> they're still going to have lapses. They're a really young team. They're going to go through some stretches where they suck, uh, whether that be you know in a specific game or even multiple games. But they're playing really hard for their coach. They have a huge lineup. And to me, this Kings team again, they're better than last year, but they're still clearly working on some on some stuff, right? Like th- this. This will not be the the best we'll see the Kings. They're going to get better throughout the year. But as of right now, I haven't seen enough to, to feel comfortable with them as, as road favorites. Um, I know they went into – where'd they go? They went into Charlotte. But even in that game, they were down 15 at half. And that's a that's a pretty underwhelming Charlotte team. So, for me, laying off the spread, um, I will say props-wise, I think it's really only Magic players out. But if, uh, if De'Aaron were to miss – Sabonis points, rebounds, and assists, and Kevin Herter rebounds and assists are, are firmly in play. I think the books are a little bit confused. Not not necessarily confused, but this is a completely different constructed team. They're out in Sacramento, don't get a lot of press, right? Like, um, you, you know, and then Sabonis was in, in Indiana, and, and Kevin Herter was in Atlanta in a very low-key role. So I, I don't necessarily think that the books are – Last game might hurt us a little bit, and they might adjust pretty quick from that, but the offense will run through those two guys. Um, don't get caught up in Davion props. Honestly, last time when they popped out, I was like, dude, these are super high. This seems like a clear overreaction to, to last the, the second half in Charlotte, um, and most of his things went under. So, yeah, that that is the way I'd look to play this, is Kings props if De'Aaron sits, but I, it seems like De'Aaron's going to play. Um, nothing for me, nothing for me. In fact, I would lean Orlando. 
All right, next game, Brooklyn and Charlotte. This is an extremely, extremely difficult cap um, for me, at least, because, you know, that I didn't watch the Brooklyn game today, but obviously when you blow that out. Oh, by the way, for those of you that listen to last pod, how crazy is that that KD points, rebounds, and assists, man? Like, we talked about it. Going to eat crazy usage rule today. Like, normally you'd look to play the points, rebounds, and assists just by that logic. We pull it up at, at close, like 49 and a half. I think he goes for 28, 9, and 10 or something today, just under basically a 30-point triple-double, and he doesn't get there. But back back on, on task. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many of you guys remember, but coming into the year, Charlotte was a clear fade for me. Um, you know, I, I faded him opening night, and they made me look really stupid. They, they beat up on the Spurs team and um, that, you know, this very same Spurs team that's played very well so far. But, um, you know, and really it wasn't a fluke in terms of it being just one game. Steve Clifford really had these guys ready to go, like, and has, you know, up until the last couple games. And so you're kind of at this pivot point for them where they were able to you know hang in some games despite severely lacking in talent and who knows maybe Gordon going down is just like the straw that broke the camel's back and it's like all right we can deal with no Lamelo, we can deal with no obviously no miles we can deal with no Terry but now Gordon goes down and, and it just drops off a cliff that may be it um, but this is not a good spot for them man like I know they're back at home but uh, this is their third game in four nights you're again you're looking looking uh lost to charlotte at home or sorry lost to the kings at home got blown out in chicago got blown out tonight in memphis it just looked really lifeless um to be honest so for me i I would lean nuts here man i like again there's something i think about the dynamic that shifts um when one i mean we got to talk about Kyrie. at this point it is impossible for him not to be a distraction not just for the guys there but like Kyrie himself is clearly not. How can you be yourself mentally on on a basketball court um, when you're going through all that off the court, you know, drama? That's good. That's just going to take so much energy. So I feel like him, again, could be reading into it too much and, and assigning too much value to one outcome that just happened. But um, I mean, when you beat a team like the Wizards by 40 in their own building, it's kind of just like, all right, Katie's team, he's going to lead us. You know, if he has the ball in his hands every possession, we feel good offensively. Like, let's just make the right plays around him, make his life easier, and we can grind out some of these games. And you see it step one tonight. Boom. Look like they were just having fun, too. So, I don't know, man. You know, I would have been very interested in in minus three or minus two. Minus five and a half is pushing the edge of of how far I'll go. I, I think tomorrow, you know, the Nets will probably be the right side. Um but I can't lay five and a half. I can't lay five and a half. I will say, I'll probably go right back to the well with PJ, man. Like the, this Nets team defended well tonight, but overall as a unit, they're not a great defensive team. Jock Vaughn may, who knows, he may get to them and they may defend a little bit harder. Maybe tonight's the start of something. But if PJ's line is right back at where it was, man, I, I'm going to hit it again. I, probably like the back-to-back does bring some concern into the mind, but it's not significant. PJ's young, like, and if anything, you know, these guys are professionals with pride. You you go to a 15 one night, you you want to rectify that, and just you know, numbers wise, that can't continue. So, uh, I'd take a look there. I'd take a look there. All right, let's go to New York, where the Knicks are hosting the Celtics as four point dogs. 
this is really tough as well, man. Um, because you have both these, I feel like both these teams have just been a little bit unlucky. So far. not necessarily unlucky, but I've gotten the short side of some variance in, in some of these games in terms of the shots going down. Um, you look at the Celtics four and three, um, but, and, and it's, it's hard because they've, they've had some convincing wins, um, but they've also had some tough L's. But, but you know, two of their L's are to the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are up there, probably top five in power rankings, if you had to rank right now. Um, I still think this is a really good team. I do. Malcolm Brogdon's playing unbelievable. The thing is, it is a back-to-back. You might get some Horford rest. Even if you do get some Horford rest, though, like, you can feel pretty confident in this team. On the other side, you have the Knicks, who... I think our candidate to at some point this year go on a nice stretch, like a, a 10 game stretch where maybe they reel off eight or nine wins. Um, and it, it just hasn't quite happened yet because they, they have really good stretches and then they have some really poor stretches. Um, but I think that's going to come with time. They're, they're a new team and not, they're not like completely new, but they're definitely newer pieces in the rotation, namely Jalen, Jalen Brunson. Um, I think this is a game the Knicks definitely get up for, and I can see this being a very close game. I'm going to pass on it, though. Again, the, the Knicks are probably the worst read for me in the league right now. I haven't bet on any of their games. I haven't watched a ton of Knicks. Um, and so it's going to be pretty hard unless there's a really, really solid angle for me to, to bet on a Knicks game. I Honestly, I'd probably lean them tomorrow, getting four at home. I think this is most likely a grinded-out game. Um but even if it is a grinded out game, right? Like the, the Celtics can cover four. So uh, I'm going to stay away from this one. Um, Celtics are definitely better, but I don't know that it's by a glaring, like large gap. All right, let's keep it moving. New Orleans and Atlanta. Uh, New Orleans, three point dogs tomorrow. That's interesting. Um, Trey Young's questionable. I, I honestly don't have a great read on whether he's in or not. So I would take it as a 50 50. This line is interesting, though. Um, I, I would have guessed it'd be a little bit shorter. Um, I don't know if maybe, you know, the, this, this might be a Zion thing, but like the, the Pelicans have had pretty great respect from the books, right? Like a, a jazz team that's been playing really, really well closed as a three and a half point dog today in LA. Um, you know, the Pelicans were three and a half, maybe three point favorites. Um, that's like a six, six, six and a half point difference, right? Just between a really a team in the Jazz who's playing really well and this Pelicans team who, you know, in the playoffs haven't necessarily even proven anything. So the books have been high on this team. I'm surprised it's plus three. Maybe there's no Zion, but I, I'd lean Pelicans, especially, I mean, you have the 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 Trey um, questionable news, which could go your way. I'm not going to lock early, but um, I'm still not sold on this Hawks team. They get a big win in New York, right? We leaned New York last game. Uh, Knicks came out and smacked them in the mouth, but then... Atlanta just I, I didn't watch the game, so I can't even act like I really know. Um, but ultimately what happened was the Knicks came out were were up 20 early and then uh Hawks come back and, and win that game. Before that, get blown out to Toronto, uh lose by eight in Milwaukee, beat the Pistons, but you know, those wins were mad at me. Those the, those are not good piston performances in either of those games. Um and New Orleans I, I don't know, maybe if it comes from some of, of today, but they didn't look great today, right? Very shorthanded Warriors team that they kind of slept, walked through. They lose in L.A. Um, so maybe it's because there's back-to-back, 
you know, meh performances and it's a, you know, they're traveling from, where were they today? Uh, they were at home. So they're, they're traveling from New Orleans to, not, to Atlanta. That's not far. Um, yeah, I, I'd lean New Orleans here. I'm, I'm going to take a good hard look at them. I just don't fear this Atlanta team. But again, we go back to it. Like, we know the talent's there. And, and they can click it into gear at any moment. It can click on any given night. And it's more like it's more likely it clicks at home, right? So um, there, there's definitely reasons that you consider in, in terms of laying off. But for me, if I'm, if I'm betting this game, it's the Pelicans. Um, if anything, I like that they have had two bad performances because you know Willie Green is going to be on their ass about correcting it and getting back to where they should be. So to me, this would imply that, that you know either Brandon Ingram or, or Zion is going to rest. Um, and if they do, this line's going to move even more, I would assume, from three. So we'll see. Obviously, you still have the trade news, too. Um, that's where I'm at on that game. Next game, Thunder and Bucks. This is, I know I'm saying it a lot, but this is really interesting. Uh, <laughs> because opens at nine, gets down to seven, minus seven. Um, and I think that's purely coming from the idea that, that Drew and Giannis sit. Because if Drew and Giannis are giving this a go, you you feel like seven's too short, right? They're like I'm the biggest Thunder fan of them all. Like I love I love the Oklahoma City Thunder, favorite team that I've watched so far this year. But you're not there's not there's not a four point difference between these two teams. The Bucks are after tonight. You can say they're they're the best team in basketball, right? It was them or the Suns in my eyes, um, and they're still here undefeated. Suns lost their second game uh, to the to the Portland Trailblazers. Um, so for me, I, I think this is a spot where they rest Giannis and, and uh, Drew, or just Giannis. Really, you know that's why this this line is so interesting. Because are they putting it at seven, seven and a half? Because it's just Giannis, or is this a movement from it being Giannis and Drew? I, I don't know. And you kind of got to play the guessing game. It's a gamble within the gamble. Um, that's how deep we're getting here. But yeah, my, I mean, my my thought is that one of them sits, and then if one of them sits, then I I do like the Thunder again. This is a team that is just I don't know that there's a two man duo with more usage in the league right now. There maybe there is um, somewhere, but in terms of a two man duo, the, these guys soak up all of the usage. Right, the ball is in one of those two guys' hands at almost all time uh, in terms of bringing it up the floor. One of them goes; it's a lot of pressure on the other guy. Uh, yes, role players will step up, but it's back-to-back OKC off of a loss. I just can't imagine that they would set this line at seven if both those guys are playing. I don't care if it's a back-to-back, right? And, and the fact that they had it at nine and then down to seven means they probably got tipped off. Hey, all right, Bucks are sitting either Giannis or Drew or both. And, and Giannis was probable for this game, but he had some sort of soreness. Drew was sick the other day. I would not be surprised if they were saying, hey, we're at home. We can honestly grind this one out. Uh, you guys chill. Um, but I will say, if you want to take that gamble, I would say there's a 80% chance one of those guys sit tomorrow. And if Giannis is sitting, I'm interested for sure in OKC plus seven. Yeah, you just, you gotta be. You gotta be. That, that's, I'm not gonna say it's free money, um, but it's close. It's close. All right, next game, Rockets and T-Wolves. T-Wolves, eight and a half point favorites at the crib. Uh, T-Wolves are, it's tough, bro, because both these teams are in, in huge fade spots. 
this T-Wolves team is a fade everywhere. They're a fade at home. They're a fade on the road. They're a fade. I don't want to back this team. They are not clicking in any form or fashion. And you look at their wins, they're against the Thunder and the Spurs. Um, one of those Spurs wins was without, you know, the Spurs' best guy. So they are a fade. But this Rockets team is, is a fade on the road as well. I think they're less of a fade than the Timberwolves here. So if I'm leaning anything, it's Houston, right? Like Minnesota's on the back-to-back. Houston's been rested a little bit uh, off of a – at home loss against the Clippers. Uh, they've lost every game but one. That you know they won one game at home against uh, the Utah. But this is sets up to be a pretty decent performance for them, right? But again, they you bet them eight and a half and they lose um, because some bullshit later that you know they're in it though. How uh, a scenario I see? Sorry, I'm getting fired. <laughs> you gotta chill. Um, is the Rockets come in and they're there all game, right? Back and forth. They may even go and be up five. Oh, okay. Minnesota makes a little push. Third quarter, you know, Houston's up like five with seven minutes left in the third. And then somewhere late in that third, T-Wolves go on like a 14-0 run up like five or whatever. Not even out of reach, but five, right? You start the quarter down five or six. I don't know that I have confidence in this Rockets team to say, fuck this. We're stopping this. We're making our own little push because that's what the good teams do, especially on the road. Like at home, all right, it's easy. You got the crowd. It's not easy, but you know, on the road is where it's like, all right, it becomes that much more important to stop these runs uh, of momentum where every possession down, you can tell the, the, the team is just in a rhythm. They're not thinking they're free, right? Um, you want to have moments like that. And that's what happened. It's usually a give and take between those. Um, I don't really have confidence in the Rockets to do that, is what I'm trying to say. If I had to bet this game, it's without a doubt the Rockets, though, because I think I'm watching this T-Wolves team. There are just issues. There's issues. There's a ton of talent. There's issues. They're not clicking as a unit. It's a bunch of guys just individually trying to make make a hero play. Um, And they make them sometimes. Ant makes them. D'Lo makes him, Cap makes him. It's not enough. It's not enough in the NBA. So, and the Rockets are actually a great example of a team that does that. Um, and sometimes it works out, but over the course of a season, it's not going to work out enough. Um, lean Rockets, though, regardless. All right. Where we at? Where we at? We at San Antonio and Denver. Um, ten and a half seems a lot, like a lot, man. Um, but, I mean... You guys know that this this shit is tricky, right? We're in we're in the tank for Wemby year, we're in the tank for Scoot year. Um, and teams like the Spurs, you know, are, are gonna be up to funny business all year, all year long. You are never gonna have full confidence going into a back to back that they're gonna play all their guys. You're just never gonna have that. Anything, they'll list it, right? Devin Vassell tweaked his ankle today. He's already coming off a knee thing. I could see it, you know. But I, in this case, I do think they play. I do think they play. One, because they'll be a big underdog, but two. Um, Vassell only played 25 minutes today. I feel like it that has to be like a you know, if he played 30, 32 minutes today, I could see, all right, just don't play tomorrow. Uh, but they limited him to 25, so maybe they play him tomorrow at that 25, you know, minute a game limit. I to me, this seems like a, a little bit too much. Um San Antonio is just solid. It they're they have almost become like the Thunder last year, where it's just like they're gonna get you know, they're going to be a dog in a lot of these games, but in a lot of these games, they're going to show up. 
Um, and we look at their last five. Lost it to, to Minnesota, but that was the game after they had just beat them, and they were without uh, some key guys and, and still hovered at the number of nine. Um, then they beat Chicago at home without Vassell. They beat Minnesota at home without Vassell. They get blown out without without their guys in Toronto. Um, and then they lose against the spread tonight. But, like, that was a close game for most of it. Um, and and the Clippers just locked in late and ran with it. And that will happen sometimes. you got to avoid that tomorrow too. Um, and Denver's a good team. Don't get me wrong. Denver's a good team. Um, but, you know, when you're when you're given a 10.5 point spread, right, like that's that's hefty. That's hefty. You have to be pretty – you have to be clicking pretty well to, to feel confidence in a 10.5. Anything can happen on any given night. Not just the back door, but the front door. You saw the front door was open for the Blazers today. 12-point fa- uh, underdogs. And I low key, we talked about. It, I kind of like the Suns. I kind of like the Suns. Um, if I had to play it, I, I probably would have taken the Suns. So ten and a half is just a lot of damn points, man. It, that's all I'm gonna say. I, I'd lean the Spurs. It is really a, a tough thing to swallow um, in terms of betting a you know these tanking teams on back to backs. Like you just you you don't know. You don't know. So I I can't do it now, but. Um, if everyone's good for the Spurs, even if they limit some of these minutes, I like them plus the 10.5. I do. I don't think there's that big of a difference. Last game, it's just really tough. Um, and it's so easy to overthink it on both sides. Phoenix minus 12.5. I'd lean back again towards the Blazers. I think the, the Suns are going to take care of business tomorrow. It might not even be that close. 12.5 is a huge number. And I would honestly expect this to probably close at 11.5, 10. Um, and a lot of that has to do with no Cam Johnson. Um, Cam Johnson left on, on crutches tonight. So I, I can't imagine he'll be back tomorrow. Um, and that's a hole, man. Like, I, I don't care what, what people say. That is a hole. It is going to put uh, an unbelievable amount of pressure on those four guys for the Suns. McCall, Devin, CP, and DeAndre. And they're going to need at least two of them to have really, really good games. Um, Cam, Cam is just a floor spacer, and he's gotten a lot better as a – guy who can put the ball on the floor in in certain situations so i think that hurts him um and the blazers just played so hard and, and together tonight like it was really you could see just a lot less talent um and guys like shade playing who actually do have talent and keon johnson who have a ton of talent but uh, i guess a lot less discipline um but they still played super well for what they had um, I could see it going both ways. I'd lean the Blazers, but I also think Josh Hart could be out. He got hurt towards the end of the game. Looked like he rolled his ankle pretty bad. I could see him missing some time, um, and, and that would definitely you know point the arrow more towards the Suns. But yeah, after tonight, it's just hard to like you just see a team lose outright. Uh, like I'm not betting I'm gonna cover. A, it's not even like it's ten. You know, like it's twelve and a half. It's I'm out. I'm out. All right. Um, again, super early, so the props aren't really out, but let's do our best. I'm going to comb through um, and take a look. All right. So we already talked about PJ Washington and uh, Sabonis and Herder if, if there's no Fox. Um, I got nothing in the Knicks for you, man. I don't. I got nothing in Boston for you. I don't. New Orleans, no. Atlanta, no. I mean, if Trey misses, you can go ahead and, and grab DeJounte props. Um, and OKC, if there's anything I love, it's SGA points. It's always going to be SGA points. Um, I See, I doubt books will have Buck props up without the news coming out. But 
you know, they'll have it juiced up in the 40s. But if, if no Giannis, you know, Drew should absolutely eat. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't think anything of anything off the dome for Houston, Minnesota. San Antonio, it's a back to back. So you, it kind of takes all their players out. Ja, uh, Denver's pretty well, um, I feel like, algorithmed for their props. MPJ, though, is a look. Um, didn't didn't play well, that well last game. Um, now back at home where he shoots uh, insane. I would look at threes there. I would look at threes there. I don't know how San Antonio's defending the three. I'll, I'll take a look at that. Um, but that's a that's a spot I like. And then in Portland, I would say Jeremy Grant if Anthony Simons is out again. But, like, he cooked him tonight. And I think the, the Phoenix – I think Phoenix is going to do – know what they can to get the ball out of his hands tomorrow so i uh, can't even recommend anything there but you guys know me as soon as i play something it's out on twitter and action network so follow me on there if you haven't already if you do I, man i i really appreciate it i really appreciate it i know i tell you guys a lot but i mean it every single damn time go be great enjoy your uh enjoy your friday night enjoy your saturday day and enjoy the weekend man i'll talk to you guys tomorrow Peace.